Hey everybody, on today's episode we're going to be talking about food plots and feeding year round and everything. Because I know a lot of guys hunt private land, like I said, I have private land that I hunt that's my, where I live at actually. So we're going to talk about that, hunting private land and doing those things, what it takes to try to help the herd and produce more deer there. Thanks. So diving right into today's episode, we'll get into the, the things of hunting at your own private land where you can have food plots and feed and deer attractants and what all else that you can put on these places. Um, my place here in Oklahoma, I hunted, like I said, previous episode, I've planted about a acre and a half food plot of a mix that I use that I'm working on this another design coming out of DFO. And, um, we use it. It I planted it late this year because I wasn't nor prepared at all for this deer season to be able for my kids to hunt. So I kind of feel selfish in a way that I didn't have time and I didn't make time because I can't say I didn't make time. I was working on trying to prep fence, born, stuff, roping pen, round pen. Like we had a lot to do. And let's see, I signed on my place March 31st. We moved in July 1st, so I had like two and a half, three months of work. We did like updating the house and everything and working on stuff like that. Then September 10th, I got shipped to the west side of the state. So I'm, I haven't had, didn't really put the time in in places that I wanted to because I thought I was going to be here more and work didn't seem to agree that I should be here. So with that said, we're going to dive into today's episode of doing everything about food plots and what we do for our own design. I go out, like I said, mine's about an acre and a half here on my place, and I'm not gonna get into everything that I have in it, like seed-wise, because that's gonna be coming out. So it's it's something that we, I went in, I prepped my land and everything. And uh, here I didn't, but like if I was in South Louisiana, I would've sent um, a soil sample off to have it checked to see if I needed to put any extra nutrients or anything in the dirt to make it adjust for growth. Here, I was just so late in the year that I didn't even try anything. I just dissed and planted, and I literally planted it right around Thanksgiving, I think. So, and uh, I'll try to get some pictures up and linked this wet to this one to show you that it actually came up. I have a large um, feeder out there that I keep feeding year round. That um, anytime I'm hunting where I can, I try to add a supplement feed, which is something that we do. It's our own feed, but it's several different types of stuff that we actually use on our own places that we've had on market in South, when I lived in South Louisiana, and it's been marketed down there some. We're working on getting it full, fully going again up here and getting it to market. So, because I'm not going to say hogs don't eat it, but we've never had the problem with hogs wanting to eat it. So that's a big plus for it. So what I do is I, can, I prefer to feed year round because I keep the deer coming in and getting the does used to be in there and everything. And if you have does coming in, you get your ratio right. The bucks, yeah, they're not gonna come out in the middle of the cover and look for the does, but you can set up and ambush your bucks because they're gonna skirt the side of it looking for does in, in season when it comes to that time. So. Food plots 
and attractants and nutrients serve their purposes not only for bringing deer in but keeping your overall herd healthy um i know hunting public land is totally different you're you're hunting off the natural abundance of or lack thereof of what they have you just got to locate it and go to town on it you know figure out what they're eating at that given time so what i you know like i said hunting on my own land i I do food plots i do everything to up my chances had a breakdown there um we do everything we can to up our chances to make sure that we are given an opportunity to kill deer or have quality deer on our place so with that said what i like to do is keep my feet out year round which why I'm recording this episode, I'll probably, when I get finished, need to go out there and check my feeders and top them off and make sure that they're good to go. Um, it's, we keep, I keep a 55 gallon drum feeder that's, they, that is gravity fed. That way they can come there and get it all they want, whenever they want. I keep it full. And with a, my breakdown of feeds, about 14 to 16% protein, depending on exactly what I'm feeding at the given time. So we keep that out for them at all times. And I try to keep a spraying and fall plot with the feeder set up in there. Then I make sure to keep some type of block and salt lakes out. It's our own block that we're working on. So yeah, I'm, I mentioned a lot of stuff I do that's all my stuff I use, but yes, I, that's fourth, first and foremost, we actually set, we, this all started back in 2011, 12, 10. Um, probably came we got on market around 2012 down in South Louisiana but we started it way before then um, just producing our own stuff and tweaking it to make it work for the situations we were in with animals when it came to deer attractants and what we could and couldn't use and being different than everybody else because everybody using the same thing it's hit or miss but if you can get something completely different you're going to have the deer come to you and that was what help me develop this product but back to the the end the ins and outs of food plots and feed i like i said i all year i like to keep 16 14 to 16 percent protein out i know some guys get have some higher there's some higher stuff on the market and some higher proteins and everything that's a good gist of where you need to be 14 to 16 because like the highest they're usually going to find in the wild is why you see like in clear cuts when they first clear cut an area that the deer herd does so well right after is they're getting around 18 percent because all the phosphates and everything i probably butchered that word that are where they can reach them then instead of being 50 foot in the air you know so huge difference there so but if you can keep them that feed out and i'm not like i said i i feed my own i'm not going to try and put like oh this is what you got to have like as long as you're feeding you're gonna help the deer herd it's going to give them another option that they may not have at certain times, especially in cold weather and everything. And, like, if you get if you get a, get a spot set up, they will continue to come to it year-round. And you can watch the growth of your bucks and everything because they'll get on spring patterns and everything. You can see that. That just makes it really cool. It's easier for a kid to hunt on that food plot because you're going to usually put a, a good stand on it and everything. And... That's what I enjoy about having that set up like that because it's set up for other people. And you go from there. Like I said, I'm going to 
try to I'm gonna put try to put some pictures with this either when I make it go live or um, through the Facebook page with it. So we're um, that way you can see what our food plot looks like. Probably need to go check it. It's been a couple weeks since I've even been back there. Uh, so like I said, my feeder's probably empty because it was halfway full month month and a half prior to me recording this and it i'm recording it It, you won't hear it for another two weeks from when i'm recording it so yeah definitely need to check my feeder if i haven't by then so my biggest thing with what i'm trying to get out there is pick you an area if you can if you if you can have food plots and you can have feed pick you an area put the time and effort in to keep feed there and some type of grass, you know, product, like some food plot product, there year-round, and you'll have deer coming to it. I'm not considering to tell y'all you're going to kill this huge monster off of it or it's going to be like you see on the um, on TV where they got 20 deer out in that food plot. Sheer area determines all that and what's going on around you. But will it increase your chances of having deer hold close, especially does? Yes, and if you can hold some does close, your bucks, deer and rut, are not going to come out in that food plot, generally speaking, but they're going to skirt the outside edge of it, and you're going to be able to see them if you set up right off the plot. plot. So that's the thing. Are they are they the A1 all one kill everything? No. Are they something to put in your arsenal and help you? Yes. And anything you can do to improve your percentage chance of seeing deer and having a chance to shoot one, all that's going to do is help you with the like. If your percentage goes up, if you got a better opportunity, obviously you know what's going to happen. So, take the time, pick a food plot area, pick a spot to put a feeder. Go out there and pick pick whatever name brand you want that's out there. If you'd like to get with our us, it's Delta Flodge Outdoors through Facebook, through the podcast, uh, through YouTube. Get with us on any of those, and we'll be more than happy to look to try and set you up with one of our products and if you're able where we can we will come to you and you know work look at your area and give you an idea of what to what to do like we do some consulting and everything like that so just reach out to us make sure if you're going to plan a food plot do your homework but plan a food plot thank you for your time julius craig delta flodge outdoors thank you for being with us today we look forward to talking to you and helping you improve your improve your opportunities and your deer herd thanks